Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today we are going to look at a phrase, this unbalanced world. Now, in the foundation, we've spoken about being out of balance many times. It's been a a big issue that Spirit have discussed with us over the years. And today we're going to try and bring it together in a half an hour podcast or so to try and make it clear what is meant by an unbalanced world. We have Julia, and then we're going to talk to Corinne, and then to Patrick. So, Julia, what do we mean by an unbalanced world? Thank you, Paul. I think a lot of people in the world at the moment might be recognising that the world is unbalanced. It might not be a word that they use. They might use another word. But I think there is a lot of unease out there in the world because of all the events that are happening. The pandemic, which of course we know is is still ongoing. Uh, We've got the war in Ukraine, all sorts of climatic events, different problems with education and just generally living life. And I think this is causing a lot of unease. Now, as you say, Paul, in in the foundation, we we talk a lot about balance. And what we believe is that it is out of balance, this world. And the root of the imbalance is actually coming from all of us. And it is because our thoughts and our actions, our behaviour has become out of balance. And we are all part and living within the natural law. But if we don't have truth within ourselves, if we do not value truth, then we are not living to the natural law, which is the very heart of the natural law. And this is what is causing such imbalance. So we can think about and have concern and try and do something about various issues and concerns we might have about the world and about our life. But at the heart of it, each one of us, I think, has a responsibility to look at ourselves in truth and get to know ourselves well and try and find a balance within ourselves so that we are more peaceful. So it does get very much back to knowing yourself, which requires spiritual strength and courage because it isn't easy to look at the truth, face the truth and accept the truth. But this to me is at the very heart of the imbalance that we have in our world. It is very much coming from the people. And it isn't just in recent times, although of course we're seeing a rise in events because this is all part of the great mind's plan. But it's been going on for some time, hundreds, maybe thousands of years. So it is a responsibility that we've had before 
But I think it's important even more so now because we are at the cusp of the fifth leading into the sixth civilization, and everything is coming to a head, I believe. So I think it is really important that people find the truth within themselves. Having said that, I do believe that everything happens for a reason, and events are happening. The great man has planned all sorts of things, some of which we are aware of now, and it is because it is necessary to to teach us and to help us perhaps question more and find this understanding. But until more events happen in the future, in the coming few years, perhaps we won't start to bring back more balance into the world. But at least it's a start. And as I say, there are people who are trying to do their bit. But I think more things need to happen to cause more questioning in the right way and to help people start to find a balance within themselves. Thank you, Julia. Thank you. Now, Corinne, lots of things discussed there. Getting to know yourself always seems to be at the core of of all this. And we spoke a couple of weeks ago about the pace of life and how man needs to slow down in order that he can begin to look at himself. At the moment, people don't have a lot of time, do they? What would you like to say on the matter, Corinne? Now, one thing that our teachers have explained to us is that at the beginning, when men and women first peopled the earth, they were more in communication with our true home where all spirits live. Man has become more earthly and less spiritual. And becoming more earthly, men and women have become more physical and the brain has progressively been um, overshadowing the mind. And this really is making man out of balance because we are both spirit and the brain. We are physical, of course. The brain is necessary to make the body uh, function, but the most important is the mind. And in this life today, the brain is almost more important for a lot of people and the mind is almost forgotten. So man cannot be in balance if man does not search inside the inner self so that man could again identify with the inner self, the true self, the spiritual self, the mind. Because when man can identify with the mind, man can then be more at peace. And when men and women become more at peace, then they can come back to balance. And meditation can be used for this. And Julia has spoken about truth. Truth is very important. And also, the flaws of man, they've become stronger 
And we are living in a time of extremes, really. And personally, the flow of falsehood, the flow of greed, and perhaps the flow of self among the others, they have never been as strong as they are today. And this is causing imbalance in the people, in the world, I am believing. Perhaps man could try to endeavor to work through his flaws, because the flaws are here for reason, to work through them and to find the, the positive. And also to try to endeavor to be gracious with others. It is also a question of endeavor, I am believing, to help this world to come back into balance. Okay, Corinne, a lot of things there. Um, Pat? As Corinne said, we, we are a physical being with a spirit. We ignore a lot of the times and drown out the spiritual side of us. And that can cause unrest within the person. And as I've thought about the subject, everything that applies to the individual applies to the wider world. It's, it's, very, um, it's very similar, the two. Unless we learn to realize about our spiritual side and appreciate it and nurture it and give it time, we will never bring ourselves entirely into balance because so much of our focus will be on the material. And that doesn't satisfy in entirety a person living a life. I also wanted to say that Corrine said about a time of extremes. And we talk about things like culture wars and look at how more extreme parties to the left and to the right are gaining traction. And everything is becoming polarized in, in our thinking. And it's it's a reflection, I would think, on the times we live in. And that's that's just one example. Of course, there are environmental, economic, multifactorial um, things you could talk about. But that is all down to us. You know, nature isn't out of balance, apart from how it's affected by the impact that mankind has upon it. It's, it's us who are out of balance that are creating the world that we live in, which is quite patently out of balance. Thank you, Pat. That's excellent. Thank you. And Julia, now, as we're talking, as we've been discussing up to this point, there's also an important issue, and that is that quite a lot of people in our world have grown tired of the religions. And in doing so, have then started to believe that at the end of their life, there was nothing. There's nothing at the end of their life. And because they believe this, then there's no real consequences of their action because they do what they want within this lifetime and then they die. And then that's the end of it as far as they're concerned. Now, this is obviously a big issue. So what do you feel about this? Julia? Well, I'm sure there are many people like that who have um, turned away from religion and 
I can understand why, because some of the religions have been quite authoritarian and rigid and haven't really moved with the times. Um, that's not to say, I don't think with all religions, but I'm not knowledgeable in great detail at all about many. Um, I do hear some people say that they do still believe in God, which I think is interesting, but maybe not a religion. Of course, some people don't believe in a God. So there's a lot of different opinions and views. In fact, I'm just watching a program at the moment, which is a, a sort of pilgrimage of six or seven people from different faiths and none. And I find that quite interesting, listening to them discuss life and, and their beliefs. And some people learn quite a bit about themselves. And, you know, it's quite moving just hearing people discuss this sort of thing. Um, I suppose ongoing, what, what we believe here is that eventually religions will not have the same, uh, play the same part in life as they are at the moment, because I think people will realise that really there's a simpler way of living to a natural law and with a simpler belief in two, as we would say, two constants, and that is a God, a great mind, a higher intelligence, whatever people feel comfortable to say, and, and spirit. And I think it's this simplicity when people are ready to question and look for answers, I think the simplicity will appeal to a lot of people. And of course, we also know and believe here that there's reason and logic as a great part of the natural law and as should be a part of ourselves as well. So I do feel that without the material clutter, with less of a physical way of life around us, and that will include religions as well, perhaps not being so much a part of people's day-to-day -day -day lives, that I think people will replace that in a way and embrace the simplicity of spirit and the peace that it does bring them. So, you know, maybe religions will carry on in the future in some way, for some people and of course they have helped a lot of people and, and do give people a lot of comfort but I think people are probably turning away more from these sort of illogical and unreasonable rules that seem to crop up and develop and are introduced over time and I, I think people are thinking well this doesn't make sense but they perhaps throw everything out including God but as I say, I do hear some people say that they think there is something out there, some force, which is nice to hear. Indeed. Now, Corinne, Spirit have described our time here on Earth as a mechanical age, and we need to become more simpler in our approach to life so that we can get back to nature. And I'm glad to hear that the mechanical age is coming to an end. So how would you like to take this forward in discussion? Well, as you say, Paul, our teachers have explained to us that this is a mechanical age, not only mechanical, but we could say also perhaps the age of making money because of this greed that is there. Man is not feeling good in this mechanical age and this 
let's say, this economical system of money, because we can see mental illnesses, we can see drug addictions, the working conditions are sometimes very, very difficult for, for the people. And all these illnesses are really the sign showing that that this situation is completely out of balance. When there are so many illnesses, it really means that it's not really the right way to go. Man is going against the natural law. And when going against the natural law, nature will will answer back. And this can be painful for, for mankind. In the future, respecting nature, the use of pesticides and uh, chemicals putting in the earth, all this will be stopped to just work with nature naturally. We take a lot from the earth. It is important to give back to the earth. But what we give back to the earth should be natural and given with respect. So for me, Paul, being close to nature really means working with nature, being at peace with all living, the animals and so on, the trees, very important, the grass, all that is growing, all that is offered to us for a balance and with all respect. And very important, when eating natural food, also man will be in better balance, I am believing, because we are feeding ourselves with non-adequate food because of all the poisoning man is putting in the earth. So when the earth will be respected, the food also will be healthier. And in a healthier body, man hopefully will also feel better and be in a better balance. Thank you, Corinne. Thank you. We've been told many times over the years, actually, that we are expecting a financial crash, which I think is the catalyst for us to come back into balance. So what do you think about this, Pat? Well, I believe the same, Paul. Uh, and I think it's something we've spoken about within the foundation, but we're certainly not alone. There are lots of people in different fields of sciences, some economic, some social, and from different walks of life who see that the economics and the financial system is, is something that can be observed um, very well. And it's a prime example of how so much of man-made systems that we have set up are not uh, or haven't been built on sound footings. We can look around the world and see, again, that word, the extremes. Some people are queuing for food and struggling to pay bills. And yet over the last couple of years, over the big test of COVID upon the economic system, the, the, the top 1% of the richest of the rich have become even richer. So again, it's another example of extremes. And it's just not sustainable. And 
people will initially think that is terrible, that's scary, that's frightening. What would I do without any money? If money was taken away, how much of this imbalance in the world, this insatiable race to make money and achieve money at, at all costs and polluting the world and people suffering, if that was money was taken away, what would be left? And it would be, people would be, I think, and Spirit um, said this once, and it, it, I really tuned into it when they said it, they said that it would be a massive relief, a, a, a big weight off people's shoulders, that we can step off the hamster wheel of just chasing the next wage packet to make money, to pay the bills, it's coming in as quick as it goes out, and the rest of the life that you're left with is a, a small amount, and you pe people generally are, are quite stressed out, and um, often using food or drink or drugs or whatever to anesthetize themselves from the next day they've got to get up and to get up and make money again and it's no life at all and i think once that clamor for money and that chase for money is taken away and people just live again as relating back to our talk on the pace of life slow down and live with the rhythms of the sunrise and the sunset and the seasons and doing much more simple things like uh growing food looking after each other, having having pastimes, of course. And I think that um, once we got over sh a short period of chaos, I think it would be a better world because it would be a, a more balanced world. Thank you, Pat. Well, once again, we're coming to the end of our podcast. Is there anything... Anybody else would like to say before we close? If if I may speak. Of course. Yes. It is to summarize all that has been said. Really, your world is sick. It is out of balance, as has been said quite rightly because man is out of balance. And with the vast population of people upon your planet, all or mostly not working according to the natural law and therefore out of balance, their thoughts, and thought being the most powerful force within the universe is responsible for causing this situation across the whole of your world. And it is necessary that certain events will continue to occur within your world to 
ensure that the world comes back into balance as it should be, to come back into sanity, and of course, peace, as was mentioned. And this is expected to be. If it does not, how will your planet survive under the rules of mankind? Where, in reality, of course, it is the great mind of the universe who is really in control. And if it is the will of the great mind that this planet survives this time and goes forward into the next civilization, the sixth, which is forthcoming quite soon, then the will of the great mind will ensure then that this planet comes back into balance and into health as it should be. Thank you, Bedina, and thank you, everyone else. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing foundation based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage, www.erasmus-foundation.org. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, or indeed have further questions for us, then please contact me on paul at erasmus-foundation.org and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Thank you very much for listening.